Welcome to issue 69 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here, we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as the so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel, and with me tonight is Mike. Hey, Daniel. How's it going? Fantastic. How are you, sir? I'm good. Had to do some uh, speed reading between episodes, though. Well, nobody does it better. I'm, very, I'm looking very forward to uh, what you're going to share with us tonight. But before you do that, Mike, we're also joined by our beloved and fearless leader, Steve. How are you tonight? I am feeling very villainous tonight. Oh, excellent. As always, I'm proud to be your number two. Daniel, nobody's a better number two than you. Steve, that's so delightful to hear. Thank you very much. Um, what are we doing tonight, Steve? We're doing Red Skull number two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're going to take a look at Red Skull part two. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Uh, we're going to dive into all his encounter cards, the side scheme deck, and everything. But first, Mike has some cool stories about Red Skull he's going to tell us all about. Mike. Oh, man, you're building me up. You're building me up. <laughs> I'm expecting Kang-level quality. Oh, sorry. sorry, no no Kang-level bananas this time. Okay. Wow, does he have a lot of stories. Wow. Like, where do you start? Like, okay. So I, I grabbed a couple stories. Uh, one from 1968 and one from 2004. Guess which one I like better? 2004. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> Speed read the 1968 one. And it's funny, I want to talk about these two because there's definitely some parallels. Let's see if you can spot them. So 1968, this is post-World War II era. This is Red Skull, not even in Red Skull's body anymore. He has enlisted one Arnim Zozozozola to transplant his... You mean Z-O-L-A? Z-O-L-A. That Zola? That Zola. Hmm. The one I do anything for. <laughs> so he enlisted him to transplant his consciousness into a clone of Captain America because Zola has been keeping his DNA. Huh. Okay. He then disguises himself under the master alias John Smith. Ooh. So yeah. Hard yeah, to find him in a crowd. Yeah. So he maybe he shouldn't have slept through Taskmasters how to spy classes. <laughs> so he has now outgrown national socialism. He's outgrown Hitler. He's in it for himself and his own ideals. And he sets his sights on the U.S. Why? Because that's where Marvel lives. That's where all the fun is. That's where all the heroes are. So let's bring Red Skull to America. In this one, he is, so he is now in the superhuman body. He's got the super soldier serum inside this clone. And he's here to sow discord. He gains control over the Commission on Superhuman Activities through a puppet who is on the council. He has Steve Rogers forcibly replaced with John Walker as captain. Yep. John Walker, otherwise known as US Agent. US Agent. So back then he was one of the Captain Americas. And he's, you know, a little unhinged and Red Skull pushes him a little bit, maybe has his parents murdered to unhinge him even more with the goal of unraveling Captain America and bringing down the American dream, right? Right. Right. He's got his hands in a whole bunch of little 
pockets. He's starting to build these militia groups, one of them called the Watchdogs. And he's got this poison called the Dust of Death that kind of turns people into Red Skulls. It makes their their hair fall out and their heads turn all red and their skin to shrink and they die. Wow. Yeah, so as his schemes start to become unrivaled, that's how he covers his tracks. He starts killing people with his Dust of Death. And this one has a lot of grandstanding, like the 1960s usually do. And it culminates with him trying to manipulate Walker into killing Steve Rogers. Noddle goes to plan, Red Skull gets a dose of his own poison, and he escapes and survives because he has super soldier serum in him, and therefore he survives his dust. And that's all I wanted to delve into that one. It was such a hard read, guys. I'm so sorry. I did not do a better job of that. (laughs) All right. Hey, let's talk about 2004. That was a great era in comic book history. Remember Civil War, the first one? There was a movie about that. I saw that movie. Yeah. I did too. I did too, but I didn't understand it. So in the Marvel Universe, there's been two Civil Wars, one of them around 2004. This is taken from Captain America. I want to see Volume 5. This storyline starts roughly around number 25 in the Captain America 2004, uh, if you search for it under Marvel Unlimited. This is right at the tail end of Civil War One, where Steve Rogers has surrendered himself in order to put an end to the conflict between him and Stark. Just like in the movies, right? Okay, let's back up. So before this point, the Winter Soldier had assassinated Red Skull. This is under the direction of a rogue Soviet general named, named Alexander Lukin, who is also the head of the Cronus Corporation, a big wig over in Russia. So he has a Winter Soldier, Kill Red Skull. There is an earlier storyline where Red Skull creates a cosmic cube, which he has at this point. After being shot, he uses the cube to swap consciousness with Lucan. However, the cube isn't strong enough, and he and Lucan end up in the same body, fighting for control over it. Uh, but you don't worry, you can tell who's in control of the body, because Red Skull likes to wear a Red Skull mask, and Lucan doesn't. Uh, so when you see him take it uh, off, it's Lucan. Right? So what does he do now? He schemes with his three schemes. He enlists the help of Zozozola, as well as Dr. Faustus and Sin. Dr. Faustus is a master of the human mind. He is really good at at getting into people's heads and staying there. And Sin is Red Skull's daughter. He has a daughter. I don't know her backstory, but he has a daughter. And she runs around with her serpent squad, which are all all the serpent villains. All of them are part of the serpent squad. But that includes the Viper. And I believe we talked about them on a previous episode. I've read a little bit about her. And when she is born, Red Skull is disappointed he doesn't have a son. He abandons most of her upgrade bringing to others. Sort of like what happened to himself. And he uses genetic manipulation from one of his uh, friends. And forcibly ages her. So he doesn't have to wait for her to come of age. Uh, oh. And he... He also originally names her Mother Superior, and then eventually she takes the name Sin, and she runs around with crossbones and other stuff like that, like you've mentioned. Yeah, she becomes a petulant teenager. He wanted to rush to that stage? I guess. Believe me. Believe me, there should be no hurry to that. (laughs) (laughs) Master's my ass. (laughs) For being super geniuses or whatever, these guys are dumb. I said they were good parents. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So his schemes, and there's a lot of them. He's got his tendrils everywhere. 
So he is behind the scenes because he technically isn't quote unquote Red Skull. He's Alexander Lucan, right? So what are his plots? His plots have crossbones assassinate Captain America on the steps of the courthouse where he is to surrender. Plot number two, have Dr. Faustus infiltrate S.H.I.E.L.D. as their head psychologist. And while in there, brainwash as many S.H.I.E.L.D. agents as possible. How did they know he would get hired for the job? He's a master of psychology. He got in there. He's, he's been infiltrating S.H.I.E.L.D. for a long time. This is not happening right okay. now. He's been in the works for a while. Honestly, honestly, okay. Scheme number three, reawaken the Captain America from the 1950s. Apparently there was a Captain America in the 1950s. And he was also a little unhinged and manipulate him into trying to take out the new Captain America, Bucky Barnes. Scheme number four, make his own death to get those so-called heroes off his trail. Mm, Scheme number five, use his ownership of the Cronus Corporation, because remember, he's Alexander Lucan, to manipulate the stock markets to cripple the U.S. economy, thus causing much panic and unrest among the U.S. populace. Scheme number six, manipulate the politics from behind the scenes with his puppet, one Gordon Wright who is challenging status quo by forming the third wing party to get this country back on track. You know what this country needs? It needs discipline. It needs people to be held accountable. It needs perhaps large military force on the streets. So scheme number seven, hey, the Cronus Corporation has security guards that could be this military force. Let's put them in charge and maybe they're a little trigger happy. Scheme number eight, instigate more conflict by drugging the water supplies at uh, protesting events. Scheme number nine, instigate even more conflict by having those brainwashed shield agents open fire on unarmed civilians. Jesus. Oh boy. Scheme number 10, send out Sin and her serpent squad to incite terror in New York and botch assassination attempts on Gordon Wright. Scheme number 11, create a new order in the U.S. With all of this together, Gordon Wright can be seen as the one to calm the country and create the perfect ideal state for Red Skull. And finally, the final scheme, have Zola transfer his consciousness to Sharon Carter's slash Steve Rogers' unborn child, who happens to have the super soldier DNA, I guess, kind of, inside him. So that's a lot of side schemes. And all this before lunch. All of this before lunch. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately, his undoing is his petulant teenage daughter. Almost Duh. exclusively. Yeah. Yeah. So after reading that, Wow, do I ever understand this this scenario's design? He's just doing everything at once. He has the heroes chasing their tail. He's he's got everything happening and they're all kind of linking together behind the scenes. Formulate his master plan. That's exciting. You missed one scheme, Mike. Did I? Which one? Yeah, yeah. I remember reading way back um the scheme when he's in Lucan's body to use the Coronas Corporation, he actually awakens one of the sleepers in order to create this whole like panic to try to kill Captain America to do this thing. To, it's like a plans within plans within plans. So I, I read an issue or two where he sets sin and crossbones against to try to uh, fake assassinate that Gordon Wright guy using one of the sleepers, which we'll see. We get the sleeper. So he tries to assassinate him with a sleeper. Yeah. Somehow some, for whatever reason, he brings the sleeper up and like it, after it's defeated by Captain America, which you knew would happen, it sets a plan in motion because everybody thinks that the sleeper was the point of it. But really, it was like to get the Cronus Corporation in the free and clear and to make them look like the good guys because, you know, they could they got attacked by the sleeper and all this kind of stuff. Wow. So it's, yeah, it's like a, you know, plans within plans kind of thing. So one could almost argue this is convoluted a little. Yep. 
Yep. And Steve, I think a lot of that story happens before issue number 25. So just before 25 in this series is the Civil War tie-in. And I believe this stuff happens before that. Like, they really build up to this one. Could be. Could be. So, yeah, this, that was an awesome story. It was a great read. And cool. really good read for the villains because it starts, at least at, at issue 25, it starts with the uh, death of Captain America. Oh, yeah. There you go. And he never comes back, ever. <laughs> well, Mike, thanks for all that. Thanks, Mike. Shall we look at some of these schemes that Red Skull has in the works, then? Well, we, we need to finish this whole set, don't we? Yeah. Let's start with the side scheme deck, though. Let's do it. So last week we talked about how you're going to have a side scheme deck, which is every side scheme in your modular set, that whichever modular set you've chosen, along with all the Red Skull side schemes. We're going to have the Red House in play. Mike, why don't you give us a refresher on what starts in play with the Red House, and then we'll go work our way through all these side schemes that could show up. Oh, yes, the Red House. This is the side scheme that starts in play and says Red Skull cannot take damage. But you're allowed to thwart this side scheme with your attack instead of your stat, not with attack events. And it has three threats. Okay, so the Red House starts in play, and in every villain phase, we're adding another side scheme. So let's let's take a look. I'll tell you about Sensor the Past. This is a side scheme. Hydra controls all media outlets and uses propaganda to turn the masses against the heroes of the past. When defeated, each player chooses up to three cards in their discard pile and shuffles them into their deck. It comes with an acceleration icon and three threat per player. That flavor text hits too close to home. Right? Right? I believe that was part of my uh, background story last week. Yeah. So... I was gonna say I like how this one. Um, I guess I don't like how this one gives the heroes a little boost when they clear it. Um, yeah. But it does. It does fit the theme of the of it. It's one of the easier ones to come out. This is what you're hoping for at turn one. Yep, uh, that art is pretty good too, with Red Skull and Zolo like reflected in the glass at the museum. Uh, I think that's. I just think that's neat art. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we've got the next one is Hydra reinforcements. What Hydra lacks in skill, they make up for with sheer numbers. When defeated, the player who defeated the scheme discards a non-elite minion. It has a hazard icon and two threat per player. This is a neat one because it, its power really depends on what side schemes you have in the deck. If you have a deck with some really beefy non-elites, this is fantastic. Or it's the Badoon, maybe, then it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Yeah, if you have a, if you have a lot of elite minions, it's not as helpful for the heroes. Um, yeah, but if you're playing with the recommended set, there's plenty of non-elite minions in there. But the neat one on this too is because this comes into play during step one of the villain phase, it is active. That hazard icon is active when you're dealing out encounter cards. Mm, so at yeah. least it will trigger one time before it gets cleared. Yep, and. That when defeated condition, it sounds awesome until you really dig down. It's the player who defeated this. Oh no, actually, scratch that. You can discard any non-elite minion from play. It doesn't have to be engaged with you. Right. Yeah, okay. Never mind. But as Those like a good heroes. hero, you should you should only do ones engaged with you. You should not be helping your buddies out. Yeah. Yeah. That would be cheating. Oh, wait. Cheating. Yeah. Right. That'd be how Iron Man Iron Man would take care of the problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Hey, let's talk about mass chaos. Do let's. Red Skull creates catastrophes across the country to keep his enemies busy. This has a crisis icon. When revealed, each player discards the top five cards of their deck and places one threat here for each different type of resource icon. 
they discard it this way. And in this case, wild counts as its own category. Oof. So it starts with zero plus whatever. So and you're it, guaranteed one per player, but you're probably getting two or three. Yeah, most per, likely. Per player, per player. Yeah. Yeah. And you're losing five cards out of your deck, right? You're moving closer to an, an encounter card. You just hit five cards, had to get pitched from your deck. So hopefully Red Skull made you get rid of something you really wanted. This might be my favorite one of his side schemes. Mass chaoses? Yeah, mass chaos, yeah. But I could tell you about prison camps, too, if you want to hear that. Yeah, let's hear about prison camps. Oh, okay. Under Hydra's rules, families are separated and incarcerated without due process. When defeated, the player who defeated this scheme... Maybe you're thinking about this one, Mike. The player who defeated the scheme searches their deck and discard pile for an ally, puts it into play, and shuffles their deck. This also has an acceleration icon and three per player. Puts it into play. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 Um, you do have to pay attention to things like when played, because putting into play and playing an ally are not the same yep. thing. So s- some allies won't trigger, some will. Um, but you still get a free ally. I, I, since it's in this campaign box, we should mention those four extra allies you can get from the previous scenario. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. They're from Taskmaster? Are they from Ta- yeah, they're from Taskmaster. Uh, because those ones have kicker effects. And I don't know if you can play the kicker effect but when you put these into play using this card. I think you bypass that option. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Mike, your comment about the prisoners or the captives is right. Like White Tiger and them, they have a response after you play White Tiger from your hand. Yeah. So you can't get the kickers off of them. Yeah, because that, that hit me because I was playing Spider Woman in a deck that would keep Captain Marvel in play as long as possible. So the only other allies I really had in my deck, I had a couple puny ones and then those awesome extra allies, and I couldn't play their kickers, which, you know, it's a free ally. Yeah, they're still pretty darn good. Well, and those those guys got captured by Taskmaster. Now Red Skull's got them in a prison camp. Are they really all that good? I mean, they yeah. just keep getting captured. So, you know which guy I like to see come into play instead of this prison camp one? Tell us. It's the Sleeper. Oh. So, the Sleeper Awakened is a side scheme. Rising from the Potomac River, the Sleeper has awakened to answer the Red Skull's summons. This scheme cannot leave play while the Sleeper is in play. When revealed, put the sleeper into play, engaged with the first player. When the sleeper is defeated, remove this card from the game, and it has a dash for its threat. You, you don't thwart this thing. You do not thwart it. So when we set up the game, we put the minion, the sleeper, off to the side, and he's going to come out with this. And until he's defeated, this side scheme sits there. So, And the sleeper, we'll find out, has some pretty beefy health. So it kind of gives Red Skull a, a nice... Attack boost for a couple rounds. It's hard to take him out just in one quick round. Yeah, and he and he stays with that first player, which could be which could be unlucky for the heroes depending on who who he engages. You know, right. So the key with this side scheme, and I've heard a few people comment that they played it wrong, is when the sleeper is defeated, you remove the sleeper awakened side scheme from the game as well. So. It's a one and done. It doesn't keep right, coming back right. out over and over again, um, which could definitely make Red Skull more difficult if you were to leave this in there. <laughs> Do yourself a favor. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned last week how that Red House can come out, and just when you think you're about to beat Red Skull, 
I had this come out. Same situation. Oh, I can beat yeah. him this round, but then the sleeper, and nope, I lost. I lost. Oh, I bet you did, because Mike, why don't you tell us about the sleeper? Explain oh, how you could how, explain you. to us how you could lose to this fella. I mean, this fella's only got one scheme, but he's got three attacks. So if you were expecting to hit Red Skull before he smacked you back for ten, hey, now you've got a three attack minion on you. And he's elite, so you can't get rid of him with that other quest. He's Hydra and Robot, because apparently robots can join Hydra. Five hit points per player. He's got Guard, Retaliate 1, Toughness. When revealed, engages the first player. When defeated, is removed from the game. And he's got one boost icon, and I don't know why. No, one of life's mysteries. <laughs> um, he's, based on the art, also quite large. Yes. Yeah, that issue I was talking about, uh, the comic issue, this art matches it really well, even though it's not a piece from the comics. Like, the artist that made these art pieces really did a good job of being inspired by those comic runs. Thank you, Patrick McAvoy. Yeah, it's really cool art. Find the Sleeper is probably easier in solo, because it becomes a 5 health minion with tough, and... You know, there's a lot of piercing out there, and five damage isn't the hardest thing to deal with. But when he has 20 health and retaliate one, you can't one-shot the guy, right? Right. Yeah. Well, I'm sure Iron Man can somehow with his whatever. But... <laughs> I think the best he'd get up to is like 11, 13, something like that. But, you know, whatever. It'll it'll deal the killing blow, and he'll think he's all that about it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's like, thanks for showing up an hour late, Iron Man, and finishing the sleeper. Very nice of you. Oh, well, can I tell you about another minion this set has to offer? Please do. So there's three of these. The Hydra Exo Soldier. He's a minion with two scheme, two attack. Those are good numbers. And toughness. And five health. He's Hydra traded. And he comes with a special boost icon, which is to give the villain a tough status card and another boost card. Nice. Nice. It... it is there a better minion than this? Like, like, nameless, just minion. He's in the running. We'll, we'll say that. For, like, a non-unique kind of guy. Yeah. yeah, just, like, for just standard toady or whatever. Like, these guys are beefy, the toughness, and then the two and two, like... Yeah, there was that flamethrower guy from a while back that was close. I, yeah, maybe, but this... Yeah. With the boost icon, like I, he seems bonkers. Careful, team. These guys pack a punch. Yeah, Cap is right on that one. Yeah. All right. So those are all the minions that come with Red Skull. Let me tell you about his first attachment. It is Master Strategist. It is an attachment skill trait attached to Red Skull. It has a star scheme and star attack, which reads: When Red Skull activates. Give him an additional boost card for each side scheme in play. Then discard this card. Max once per activation. Two boost icons. And there are two two of them. There's two of them. There's two. Yeah, this has lost me most of my games. If I was going to lose, I lost this card. Wait, isn't there always some hero action that allows you to get rid of these attachments, guys? Not this time. Normally, yeah. Huh. <laughs> This is so mean. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is the one you cancel if you can. In, in like... Right, with like a Scarlet Witch or something. Yeah, Scarlet Witch or something like... Yeah. This is... Yep. 
god awful what this can do. There's only so many cards that can discard attachments. Yep. Yeah, and you could have... I mean, if you have one side scheme out, if the heroes are on top of the things and there's only one side scheme out, it's one extra boost card, it's doable. When you have like three or four side schemes out, you're already behind, and then, oh, he's going to get four extra boost cards? Like, oh. <laughs> it's just murder. <laughs> yeah. And then... One of those boost cards is the exoskeleton soldier, so he's getting tough in another one. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then to top it all off, if he has two of these on him, only one triggers, and the next one stays, and will trigger the next round, right? So because it says max once per activation, somehow you manage to get both of them on there. You're looking at two rounds of having to deal with this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's just oh, it's... probably his best card. His best yeah, card, it's, right? It's really good. Yeah. yeah. Okay, his other attachment, Red Skull's Luger. It's a weapon attached to Red Skull. Got a nice little Hydra logo on it. Red Skull's attacks gain piercing and ranged. Hero action, spend an energy, mental, and strength resource to discard this card. Boost icon attached to Red Skull. And it has gives him plus one scheme and plus one attack. So pretty darn good for a weapon. I mean, piercing and ranged, plus one to both his stats. If yeah. it comes out as a boost card, it still gets attached. So he immediately gets the bonus to attack. Yep. Killer and solo, because that's your turn, getting rid of this thing. Yeah. It's expensive. I think I think it's worth getting rid of, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, there's some of these attachments that you're like, well, I could sit on them for a while. Yep. But this one, no, I think you really need to get rid of it. What makes it rough is that even though this is this is the only card you reveal in solo... You still have to deal with the other side scheme that came out. So it's like you're playing Heroic 1, and if you spend your whole turn dealing with this, you're behind. But yeah, great weapon. Great little weapon. Mm. Well, there's another attachment, which is Red Skull's Right Hook. That's an attachment? It is, which maybe we need to talk about that just for like the science behind it, because I'm not quite understand. I don't understand it. Like, it's not a physical but- hook, is it? No, no, uh, it's, it's a skill. It, it appears skill. to be a punch type. It is a skill. You attach it to Red Skull. He gains Retaliate 1, and it's a hero action to spend one of each to discard it, um, and three boost icons. But I don't get how it's an attachment. I guess he's he always has a right hook, right? Like, it's just... Maybe it's uh, his current training. Sure. I, I mean, Master Strategist has is also an attachment, which is a skill. Right. Um, or he's just like, I, I found this punch I like a lot. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> the stance he's in. Okay, so here's my gripe on Red Skull's right hook. There are two of them in the deck, and he can have both of them attached at the same time. Why is one of them not called Red Skull's left hook? <laughs> <laughs> missed, missed opportunity. Yeah. Okay, if one of these is on him, do you even get rid of it? Because I know Retaliate 1 is a thing, but that's three boost icons. No, this is the kind I would leave on. I think it depends on the situation. Are you playing leadership and have a bunch of allies who are just going to get wrecked by it? Maybe maybe you can afford to pitch it because you're going to have three or four allies attack. Um, Are you you using characters like Black Widow or Gamora who make lots of little tiny attacks? So they're going to constantly be taking the Retaliate? Or are you doing one big punch so what's one point of retaliate? Who cares? You know? Right. Yeah. I, I understand the three boost icons. It also depends sometimes where the deck is. 
oh, the deck just mm -hmm. reshuffled. I'll dump it in the discard pile, and it can sit there for the entire encounter deck. Right. right. But are you about to reshuffle? No, leave it on one more turn, and it, you know, don't let it get shuffled back in if you can help it. Okay, we're moving on to treacheries. Yeah, let's move on. Steve, it's your turn, right? Yes. This is Bitter Rival. Mm. And there are two of these treacheries. When revealed, exhaust a character you control for each side scheme in play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it has a star for its boost icon. Exhaust a character you control. This is the end for you, Air Captain Red Skull. I mean, it, it's going to be at least one. Because the side yep. scheme just came out, and it could be two, it could be three, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's like rubbing salt in the wound. You just get further Pro and further behind. Pro tip, manage the side schemes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is terrible. Depending on your situation, maybe you just exhausted your only character to defend with, or, you know, your hero. I hate when I, oh, I'm just going to take this attack, and then, oh, yeah. <laughs> I have to exhaust anyways. I hate that. I hate hate that. Yeah. Yeah. So. It is it's one like like the master strategy. It's just can be so bonkers bad depending on who you are and what you got going on and what you like. This is yeah. the ultimate one of the ultimate plan killer cards in this campaign. Right. Uh I'll exhaust these three guys and clear out those two side schemes. No. No you won't. Oh, oh nope. No you won't. <laughs> Check that. <laughs> Love it. Um well, let me tell you about infinite power, fellas. It's two of these, too. This is a treachery. When revealed in Alter Ego, give Red Skull a tough status card, and he schemes. If it's uh, revealed in Hero, give him a tough status card, and he attacks you. Just like that. Yep. And that's a bad card. So two of these. There's two assaults in the deck. Gang up. And gang up. Uh, uh, this thing has two boost icons on it, too, so it's hitting you all around. Yep. I have had this scheme uh, recently, like, threat me out. It's like, oh, tough stats card. Oh, that's fine. No big. Oh, and these schemes. Yep. Because he's a three. Scheme. He's a three. Yep. Um, Two normally, and then three on expert. Yeah. And then maybe he has the Luger attached to him. Plus, you know, we, we've seen he's got okay boost icons. There's enough twos and specials in here. Master strategist attached. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I do like the picture of him just giving it to Hulk too. Yep. So. With with his left, it should be noted. Yeah, his left hook. Yeah, yeah. You don't see Hulk like <laughs> wince too much in the art. So. Yeah. Well, you took my card last time, but I didn't say anything because I I wanted to just read this card. This is spreading lies. There are two copies in the deck, and I wanted to point out next to Red Skull in this art are Crossbones, and that's his daughter Sin. There she is. There she is. Yep, her and Crossbones are a thing. And they're obnoxious. Yes, they are. <laughs> when revealed, place two threat on each scheme in play. Oh. It's got one boost plus a star. Give Red Skull a tough status card. With my great and unmatched cunning, Hydra will reign supreme. So my only complaint is two threat doesn't scale. Right. But otherwise, yeah, that's another plan killer right there. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a minor master plan which gives puts four threat on every scheme and also has a picture of the red skull with the tesseract or the cosmic cube in hand so it's like right on theme i, I love that it's you know you can see the tie-in 
Yeah, I mean, this one could be adding, you know, two threat, ten threat total. Like, it could be bad. But, Mike, you're right. It's just generally a mild annoyance more than anything. It's whenever it comes out. This could totally kill you or it's nothing. Right. So, what do you think of the set? Oh, it's good. Yeah. It is. It's mean spirited. I I played this a lot kind of the span of two, three days and then just set it aside for a while. I'd forgotten how potent this deck was. No wonder I died so often. Oh, yeah. I mean, it just has these. It's not really even like, I mean, it's sort of a combo encounter deck, but not really just because the main conceit is what it is with like scales by side schemes. It's just so many gut punch cards. It's and you can't plan for the side scheme, right? You may get the sleeper turn one, yeah, or you may not. You may get an ally, right? Yeah, the variability of that is is the exciting thing about this scenario. I think, yeah, for sure. So now, if you play this with the Hydra Assault and Hydra Patrol that they suggest, that's twelve minions being added to the deck Oof. as well to protect him. Some of them have guards. Some have quick strikes. Some of them, like that flamethrower you mentioned, take out your uh supports so that's you know not a joke either that's a lot of guys that you have to deal with um which helps mitigate the fact that red skull only has 12 health when you're playing on standard because you're you know you've got all this other all these other bodies on the table i did hear caleb say on some other show that we shall not ever name because they prefer the heroes uh that if you want a (laughs) real challenge put in legions of hydra yeah uh, you, more minions, two side schemes, Madam Hydra, you know, oh. you know, instead of Hydra Patrol, which are weaker minions, throw that one in. Apparently you die really fast, especially in four player when you don't have enough justice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got right. You need some justice <laughs> uh, or some or some decent thwart in another way, in some other way. Yeah. So don't do what we did. Don't don't let other people decide which monsters are set you're going to play against. <laughs> <laughs> Although very cleverly done. Yeah, yeah, it was really fun. Daniel, are you going to rate it? This this has got to be an A. Absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sheer efficacy, this is an A. Agreed. Yeah, it's a good end point, too. Like, it feels good to beat him, and it's not a walk in the park... It's not a, you know, gut punch. It's a challenge, but it's definitely right. it's definitely beatable, especially if you've been doing well in the campaign. Yep, yep. Yeah, fun. And I think as more modular sets come out, you and you add different ones because it doesn't rely on the fact that it's a Hydra theme, right? None of his stuff specifically targets Hydra cards, so you could put in the galactic artifacts, which is eight side schemes if you really ah. wanted to. Right. So, Oh, that would be they fun. Would, they would go to the victory display too. They'd actually be taken out of the deck. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I think it, it holds up in standalone too. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun ride. This is a fun, fun scenario to play against. It's swingy. It's exciting. Yeah. You can have everything in hand and then lose. <laughs> like, Oh, I thought I was going to win next oh. round. Oh, oh! Forgot about up. the sleeper. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, Steve, Steve, where the where can they find us? Well, what side schemes are in your personal side scheme deck? You can email us and let us know at criticalencounterspod at gmail dot com. We're at Critical Encounters on Facebook. 
You can find our YouTube channel by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. And on Discord, we are Vardane, Big Foam Loaf, The Truth, and Wandering Took. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Red Skull, take us out. In chess, the only piece that truly matters is the king, and that's me. Cut off one head, and two more will take its place. Hey, Hydra! I mean Hydra. <laughs>